carefully targeted actions are designed to attack the Islamic faith. This military action is a part of our campaign against diplomacy, intelligence, freedom. Today, the death rate of children under five is over 4,000 every month. That's 4,000 more than would have died before sanctions. The Bush administration is transforming
Ken's last ever radio extravaganza.
It's Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. That was called Back and Forth. And now here we go with Starting Up and Winding Down. You're listening to it here on WTJU Charlottesville 91.1 FM and online at WTJU.net. And you're listening to it here on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, online at WFMU.org slash drummer. 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time here in Charlottesville, Virginia, and 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time here on this Some kind of details are being posted online about what are the, all the, the samples that make this mix, the little bits of things that come together to make this particular new musical arrangement put together in an improvised, live, real-time way. The information is at lastever.org, the Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza webpage, lastever.org. I hope you can get lost. And winding down. Starting up and winding down, heading in and heading out. Starting up and winding down, heading in and heading out. It's all over. Starting up and winding down, heading in and heading out. It's all over. It's all over. Heading in and heading out. It's all over. It's all over. It's all over. A live broadcast for the future. Pre-taped, never existing before. It's all over. You're listening and you're never hearing it. broadcast for the future. You're listening and you're never hearing it before. It you're exists listening and you're never hearing it. For the future. Never broadcast. You're listening and you're never, never hearing it before. You're listening and you're never in your mind. Never broadcast. You're moving out. You're never here and never here. You're listening, and you're not listening. Never broadcast. You're moving out. You're never here, and never here. It's all over. You're listening, listening, you never listening. Never broadcast. You're never broadcast before. Never here. It's all over. You're listening, and it's all over. Never broadcast. You're never broadcast before. Never, never here. It's all over. You're listening, and it's all over. Never broadcast. Never, never, never listening. Never, never, never. It's all over. Never listening. It's all over. Never, never, never listening. Never, and it's everything. It's all over. Never listening. It's all over. Never, never, never listening. Never, never, everything. It's all over. Never listening. It's all over. Never, never, never listening. Never, never, everything. It's all over. Never listening. It's the last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never listen. Never, never, never heard it before. Never listening. It's a cancel last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never listen. Never, 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 never heard it before. Never listening. It's a cancel last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never listen. Never, never, never heard it before. Never listening. It's a cancel last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never listen. Never, never, never heard it before. Never listening. It's a cancel last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never listen. Never. 
never heard of it before. We degenerate together. It's all over. Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Never, 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 never heard of it before. We degenerate together. It's all over. Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never heard of it before. We degenerate together. It's all over. Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Never, never, never heard of it before. We degenerate together. It's all over. It's all starting up. We, we regenerate together. together. It's, all, it's all starting up. We regenerate together. It's all, it's all starting up. We regenerate together. It's all, it's all starting up. We regenerate together. It's all, it's all starting up. You're listening to the WFMU. Give the drummer radio live stream as heard through the WTJU.net live stream. You're listening to the WFMU as heard through the WFMU live stream. Give the drummer radio live stream. As heard through the live stream. As heard through the WFMU live stream. Give the drummer radio live stream. As heard through the WFMU live stream. As heard through the WFMU live stream. Give the drummer radio live stream. As heard through the WFMU live stream. As heard through the WFMU live stream. Give the drummer radio live stream. As heard through the WTJU live stream. This is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. comment along in the live playlist unfolding live during the show which is now and later it's yesterday and tomorrow it's unfolding the link is at the top of lastever.org that link might be also at the top not totally at the top of wfmu.org and that link also very well might be near the top of wtju.net it's all true right now it's Wednesday at 2 p.m. It's Wednesday at 2.12 p.m. It's Tuesday at 11.12 p.m. You're listening. You're listening in the West Coast. So it's so it's 8.12 p.m. It's or Monday it's 11.12 a.m. It's every time. It's no time. It's the Tuesday, Wednesday show. It's the Monday, Monday show. the Sunday through Saturday show.
It's every time you're listening show. You can hear the show live every Wednesday afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m. on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio. You can hear it live certain Tuesday nights from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time on WTJU.net in Charlottesville on the radio. It can also be heard live on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio at that time. And you can hear the archives, archived forever, archived the day later archive going back to 1994 you can listen at lastever.org comment along in the live playlist to discuss discuss twice discuss a little bit tonight and a whole lot more tomorrow afternoon or listen this afternoon and talk about what already happened we had everything we had everything you can call in live at 434-971-8678, but only on Tuesday night, not on Wednesday afternoon today, not this week. Next week, January 1st, you can call in live Wednesday afternoon, 434-971-8678, and tonight, Tuesday. Thursday. So yes on December no. 24th, yes. no on December no. 25th, and yes, yes on January no. 1st. Yes. Goodbye. No. Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, it doesn't matter what day it is, you can't call in live. You can live chat. You can post a comment on the chat that's live right now. The link is at the top of lastever.org. It's at the top of WTJU.net. It's somewhere. Our children who it's will be born this year. Monday. Will come of age in the 21st century. But it's the 22nd century. What kind of society, what kind of world are we building for them? Will we ourselves be at peace? Will our children enjoy a better quality of life? Will a strong and united America still be a force for freedom and prosperity around the world? T-minus 15 seconds, guidance is internal, 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence starts, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running. In our work together today, we will learn the most simple and universal practices of meditation that come from the great spiritual traditions throughout the world, in particular focusing on the meditation of mindfulness or the real presence in our life. In Africa, there's a story that illustrates the quality of listening that can come through meditation. In a particular East African tribe or village, when a child is born, they don't count the birthday of that child from the day the child comes from its mother's body, or even the day it's conceived, as in certain other cultures, but rather from when that child was first a thought in its mother's mind. That's the real birthday. And as soon as the mother realizes she would like to have a child with this particular partner, she will go off and sit out in the field under a tree and listen and wait until she can hear the song of the child that wants to be born in her heart that will come from the wedding or the 
coming together with this particular man. And when she hears the song, she sings it to herself. And then returns back to the village and teaches it to her partner so that when they make love together, join together in love, they sing this song and invite this child to be born. And later as she's pregnant, she sings the song to the child in the womb and teaches it to the midwives so that when the child is born, the first song or sound that it hears is those gathered around singing its own unique song. And after that, as the child grows, the people in the village learn the song of this person so that when he falls or she falls and hurts herself, someone picks her up and sings her song to her. Or in the rites of passage or rituals of the village, the song is sung, the wedding ceremony, both songs are sung. Until finally, even at the end of life, the song of this child, now as an old man or woman, is sung for the last time as villagers gather around and say their last words. When I first heard this story, it touched in me a longing to live in a place where we heard one another's songs, where we were so in tune with ourselves and with one another that we could greet each other in that way. To meditate allows us to hear the song within ourselves, to be respectful and listen to the song of others around us. We all sense, as we take time to quiet ourselves, the possibility that our lives could be lived with greater compassion and with greater wakefulness. To meditate is to support that inner knowing, to allow that to come forth in our life. There are many types of meditation. Some of them use a candle flame, an image, a sacred prayer that's repeated over and over, that have a single focus. And when we repeat that focus over and over, our mind becomes quiet and concentrated and still. It's as if we leave the world behind. They're wonderful kinds of meditation. One of the drawbacks of this kind, however, is that when we finish with our prayer or candle flame or mantra, it's as if we come out of our cave and go back into the world, and in the supermarket or on the highway, again, the complexities of life are difficult for us. A second major category of meditation, which is what we'll work with today, is the meditation that uses the process of life itself as the subject as the focus of the meditation practice. And in that way, we will use our breath and body, the sounds, the feelings within us, our heart and mind, all of the stuff of our life as the place to focus. We'll begin, however, very simply, just by coming here to this moment, to become aware in the simplest way of what is in our own body and heart and mind. In other words, you can sit and learn how to be with even something that intense. But then after a while, if it's too much or it seems too much to focus on all the time, 
then just simply change your posture and again come back and work with the breath or whatever else is there in the natural In the same way that we're paying attention to the sensations of the body, also if sound arises, it can be included in the awareness. So there you are feeling the breath in the nose or the breath in the belly or the chest and all of a sudden there's a loud sound or an airplane goes overhead or a truck that goes by or whatever it is and you can simply feel the sound as it touches your ear and you can note if you wish hearing hearing and let the sound be a wave just like the breath is a wave and you remain centered in the midst of it when the sound passes then you return naturally back to the breath it's really helpful to know how to work with sound in meditation because lots of circumstances are kind of noisy. I had a friend who was meditating who lived in the city quite near a firehouse. And at first he would get really upset because there he'd be very peaceful, feeling his breath. And then the sirens would go on. And what he learned after some time was that he could include the sirens. He kind of made a game for himself. When the sirens would start, he would see if he was really present and mindful at that time. And after a while, he began wishing that the siren would come more often because it would wake him up. So let us look at some of the common states that arise as one begins to meditate that become difficulties or distractions. One of the first of these is the wanting mind. It's sometimes called the if-only mind. You're sitting here meditating, minding your own business perhaps. You're sitting here meditating, just following your breath, and all of a sudden your mind says, if only I had something to eat, or if only it were warmer, if only it were cooler, or if only I had a more comfortable meditation cushion, or if only this or that. Do you know the if only mind? It's the mind that comes and taps you on the shoulder and says, if only you could get this, then you would be satisfied. Your life would be fulfilled. But the problem with the if-only mind is that as soon as you get that, the if-only mind doesn't stop. It says, all right, I got a nice car. Now I want more money in this relationship. And it's always something that we don't make So what do you do when this force of the people First, you see it for what it is. There are two great disappointments. The workers lined up at the bus stop watching me with my hammer. And you see that it's just the wanting mind. I put sponge stoppers in my ears. You can understand those things that we acknowledge the pleasure or Finally, I put my head between two pillows. Instead of getting up and opening the refrigerator or whatever your common distraction is, you sit there. Without you, I could not live. I would not have written this poem. If only, if only. And sense what that energy is like. And then you have a choice. Will you get up? Maybe it's the wise thing to do. Or perhaps you can also learn to know the wanting mind and to find a place of peace that doesn't have to follow each of those as they arise. As you acknowledge desire or wanting, you begin to see that your mind is a little bit like a child. 
I know when I took my daughter to Disneyland, I want this kind of candy and I want to go on that ride and I want this. And our minds are very different, really. You sit still and it wants all these things and you can say, yes, that's nice. You don't have to be angry with your child, but you just see it for what it is. You see the mind for what it is. And you find a place of rest in the midst of knowing wisdom. Another way to understand what we can do with the energies that arise is to imagine that you could bow to them. Not that there's something wrong with them or you have to follow them, but you can simply say, oh, that's interesting too. When I was in the monastery, we were taught to bow as we entered the meditation hall or bow to the master. And later on, one of the senior monks told me, strictly speaking, you should bow to all your elders. And since I was a new monk, that meant bowing to all the people in the community. And at first I had some resistance to it, but after a while I began to look at each person and see what it was that was beautiful in that person that I could bow to. And then after a while I began to bow before I would eat, bow before I went to sleep, and pretty soon if it moved I would bow to it. And it had such a beautiful spirit to have that kind of respect for what there was that arose, whatever it was. In the same way, our attention in meditation is almost as if we could bow to these great forces of our life. Here is the wanting mind. Then there comes its opposite, aversion, anger, fear, that aspect of the mind that judges or pushes away what our experience is. So you're sitting here, feeling your breath quite naturally, and all of a sudden the mind says, I don't like this, I don't want that, I want that to go away. I hate this. And you begin to feel the opposite energy, the resistance of this. When you notice that anger arises, you might also feel the quality that's there just before the anger. Because usually, right before there comes a moment of anger, there will be the sense of hurt, or fear, or some loss. And if we can feel that, we notice how little mercy or kindness we have to ourselves or to another. When we get afraid, or when we feel pain, or when we feel hurt, the response is often anger. And yet what is most healing is to acknowledge the anger and also to notice that which brings cause to life, to hold that in the care of our attention. In the same way, you can be aware of judgment. Judgment arises here, you're sitting, and your mind wanders, and you say, I shouldn't be wandering, I want to come back to my breath, I'm not doing it right. And then you say, well, I shouldn't be judging either, but what's that? It's just another judgment, right? And you say, and I shouldn't be judging that either, and pretty soon there's a string of judgments. So what do you do with judgment? You sit there and you bow to it, and you say, oh, there's the judging mind. Everyone has it other common energies that arise that are difficulties as one begins to meditate. Sleepiness. Sometimes you sit down and you feel so sleepy and your head begins to nod. It can be caused by different things. Part of it is simply that we live so busily. And you sit down and you get quiet and your body says, remember me, I haven't had enough rest, you've been running around too much. 
And so then you can take the sleepiness as a reminder from your body for care, for greater rest. Other times you'll sit and get sleepy and it's not so much that you haven't had enough sleep, but rather that the energy of the body becomes so quiet in the meditation that we're not used to being quiet and alert. Sit up straight, or let your eyes be open a little bit, or even more open than that, and bring a brightness or an energy. Perhaps breathe a few breaths more deeply. And then you can notice the sleepiness in the same way that you bow to judgment or anger or the wanting mind. You can simply acknowledge, oh, here's sleepiness. Sleepy, sleepy, and feel what it does. Notice how long it lasts. Maybe some sitting, it comes like a fog for a time, and then it passes away. Sometimes it can get very difficult. In my own training in meditation, I went to my teacher, and I said, I'm so sleepy all the time, what can I do? And I tried the remedies of sitting up straight or opening my eyes, and so forth. Didn't work. Finally, he said, all right, there's a well near your cottage. Go and sit right on the rim of the well. So I went and I sat on the stone at the edge of the well. After a little while I got sleepy and I started to nod. And I looked down and there was 60 feet of space. And the fear and the adrenaline rush that came kind of sat me right up again. My meditation got a lot easier with my sleep sitting on the edge of the well. It's not to say you have to struggle with these things, but to understand that these are the natural energies of our mind and of our heart, and that they can be included in the awareness of Another common energy that comes in the meditation when you're sitting is the energy of doubt. I can't do this. It's too hard. It's hard to sit still. 
my mind is always wandering, everybody's mind is wandering, or I'm distracted, or I'm too young, I should start when I'm older, or maybe I'm too old, I should have started when I was younger, or this is the wrong kind of meditation, or whatever, all these thoughts that say, I can't be here where I actually am, I need it to be somehow different. So what to do when your mind doubts? What to do when your mind doubts is very simple. You simply bow to it. Oh, there's the doubting mind. Everyone has it. But you can't do it. Thank you. You're not even doing that right. Thank you. I appreciate your opinion. And simply seeing the doubting mind as it comes and goes. It's a way of finding an inner freedom in the midst of all the stories that the mind can tell to you. And in that way, you come to a new kind of peace. One more thing to add before we go to the next meditation. Building for them. Will we ourselves be at peace? We can find ignition and the thrust is go. Follow 11, this is Houston at one minute. Trajectory and guidance look good and the stage is good. Over. Follow 11, right? 35,000 feet per second.
And when she hears the song, she sings it to herself. And then returns back to the village and teaches it to her partner so that when they make love together, join together in love, they sing this song and invite this child to be born. And later as she's pregnant, she sings this song to the child or teaches it to the midwives.
High Rock in Rockaway. And that does it for me. I'm Irene Fidel, back in two weeks. where we heard one another's song. Where we were so in tune with ourselves and with one another that we could greet each other in that way. To meditate allows us to hear the song within ourselves, to be respectful and listen to the song of others around us. We all sense as we take time to quiet ourselves the possibility that our lives could be lived with greater compassion and with greater wakefulness. To meditate is to support that inner knowing, to allow that to come forth in our life. There are many types of meditation. Some of them use a candle flame, an image, a sacred prayer that's repeated over and over, that have a single focus. And when we repeat that focus over and over, our mind becomes quiet and concentrated and still. It's as, as we if listen we to all the, the moments world. folded into one, our radios become quiet. You're listening one twice to Ken's last of Radio Extravaganza. On WTJU Charlottesville and on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio. Details at lastover.org. Which is what we'll work with today. Is the meditation that uses the process of mind itself as the subject the focus of the meditation practice. And in that way, we will use our breath and body, the sounds, the feelings within us, our heart and mind, all of the stuff of our life as the place to focus. We'll begin, however, very simply, just by coming here to this moment to become aware in the simplest way of what is in our own body and heart and mind.
how do you know what to accept in? What to say yes to? What to say no to? Do you meditate on your ideas? Do you allow, do you allow, do you allow digestion? Are you too aware and not aware enough? Your awareness in many directions. Too much on yourself. Too much on others. And sometimes it just, you just, it's right there. Everything, you feel it. Everything is lined up. You don't even know it, it's just there. There are no words for it. you allow it its moment of silence? The quiet that it needs. The quiet that all things do need. Listen to your heartbeat. We have all the answers right within us. so many noisy things all around us. We have walls around us. Maybe gives us an illusion of protection or isolation. Those walls are all filled up with bundles of nerves, connections, running around in the walls 
traversing the trails of intestinal wires. Everyone, all things know how to return things back to how they We all have restoration. We all bring restoration to everything around us all the time if, if we're allowed to. Look at every being. It's a time for rebirth. Everything is burning up. Everything is packed under ice for 11,000 years. We're going up in smoke. We're falling down and we're growing up. We're falling down and we're growing up. We fall down and we grow up. last ever radio extravaganza. Named almost 20 years ago, this is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, a live improvised sound collage experiment. It's happening.
very serious. It's everything you are. Accepting everything else. On Tuesday night, you're listening to WTJU Charlottesville. Every other Tuesday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time. On Wednesday afternoon, you're listening to WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, every single Wednesday. Sometimes on Wednesday, you might be listening to WTJU, Charlottesville, like next Wednesday, January 1st. And every week, you might be listening to the podcast or to the archive, streaming or downloaded. It's an MP3 at lastever.org. show may reach its 20th anniversary in two months or it may not make it there thanks for being here you can write comments on the playlist there's a link at lastever.org filed under one of the many dates that this show airs december 24th 2013 or december 25th 2013 or any of numerous dates afterwards when it's put within everything, it just keeps getting regenerated from within itself. It will have a name. Maybe it will be called Starting Up and Winding Down, or maybe not. But you can find it. The playlist. The playlist has a place where you can post, where you can type in, you can type in things. And right now during the show, and at the various nows during the show, people are typing right, right live. They type more on Wednesday afternoons than they do on Tuesday nights, but you can type anytime you want. You can come back and hear it again. If you're hearing it Tuesday night, you can hear it again Wednesday afternoon this week. can fall all out of alignment. Everything can just sort of become a complete mess. It takes a lot more work to keep things in order than we sometimes might think or realize. Things don't want to stand still. Things don't want to stand up straight. Things don't want to be tall, raised up to the sky all the time. Things are always going to come down. Everything that's going up is coming down. And going down further.
probably already I'm telling really you. I'm really you can, glad that you're you here. Can really you can listen. You can call in. You can call in live. You can't call be on the air. You can call 434 on the Tuesday night airing of this show. It's not Tuesday. It's Monday. If you prefer to call on Wednesday it's not the right day to call. You have to call on Monday, which you can't call anymore because it's too late because that was a long time ago. But if you want to call, you can still call if you go back and call back then. You can call off the air because too. You can not call to off do the air. So you can find one you of the numbers that will work call. for that. You, can, you can't call, so don't call. You can but you post a comment to me, to everyone, to yourself or to no one with links, with pictures. You can sing songs in your way. If you don't want to do it on the air, you don't have access to a telephone. Four three four nine seven one eight six seven eight. You can post you a comment on the playlist. That's not how you post a comment. Folding at Phone number is not how you post a comment. Scrolling, and it's mowing. And everything you post tonight will be posted again tomorrow, along with all the new. You can also send email to Ken at lastever.org. I'm really glad to hear from people who are listening. With radio, you don't always know. You almost never know. You have no idea who's listening. You find out years later. You find out. You find out. You see. You see paintings of your work, your sound work. You find out later. As many things as you do at the same time, you're really only doing one thing at all. So thank you. The show will go on for another 55 minutes, if you like to count. It may feel like nothing. It may feel like everything. We're all everywhere. See you again. Thanks for listening here on Monday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM at WTJU.net. And every Monday, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, WFMU.org slash drummer. Lastever.org, Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Except mostly not in August. Something else in August. I don't know what. Thanks for listening. Lastever.org. Post a comment. Send an email. Enjoy. Bye.
man can preserve a vestige of spiritual freedom, of independence of mind, even in such terrible conditions of psychic and physical stress. We who lived in concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the huts comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken away from a man but one thing. It would have been called, I love to keep telling you that I can't get no satisfaction because telling you that I'm not satisfied is all that can satisfy me. Three. Like so much of Jewish culture, Kvetching has its roots in the Bible, which devotes a great deal of time to the non-stop grumbling of the Israelites who find fault with everything under the sun. They kvetch about their problems and they kvetch about the solutions. They kvetch in Egypt and they kvetch in the desert. No matter what God does, it's wrong. Whatever favors he bestows, they're never enough. So, for example, the Israelites are on the edge of the Red Sea with Pharaoh and his hosts closing fast behind them. God has been plaguing the Egyptians left and right and has just finished killing every one of their firstborn males. The Israelites are understandably nervous, but there's a big difference between being slightly apprehensive and insulting the agent of your deliverance, as they do in the 14th chapter of Exodus. And they said to Moses, What, there's no graves in Egypt? You had to take us into the desert to die? What did we tell you in Egypt? Get off our backs and let us serve the Egyptians, because serving the Egyptians is better than dying in the desert. This sort of thing constitutes what might be called the basic kvetch, the initial declaration of unhappiness that identifies the general area of complaint. Had Isaac Newton been struck by a potato kugel instead of an apple, the whole world would now know that for every basic kvetch, there's also an equal and opposite counter kvetch, a retaliation in kind provoked by the original complaint. Those were the masses. There was always more Negroes in the field then there was Negroes in the house. The Negro in the field caught hell. He ate leftovers. In the house, they ate high up on the hull. The Negro in the field didn't get nothing but what was left of the insides of the hull. They call them Chetlins nowadays. In those days, they call them what they were, guts. That's what you were, a gut eater. And some of you are still gut eaters. The field Negro was beaten from morning till night. He lived in a shack, in a hut. He wore cast off clothes. And he hated his master. I say he hated his master. He was intelligent. That house Negro loved his master. But that field Negro, remember, they were in the majority. And they hated his master. All I want to do when I wake up in the morning, see your eyes.
When the house caught on fire, he didn't try and put it out. That field Negro prayed for a wind, <laughs> for a breeze. When the master got sick, the field Negro prayed that he died. If someone come to the field Negro and said, let's separate, let's run, he didn't say, where are we going? He said, any place is better than here. I do wish that you would call. If you're out there listening, if you're driving around, you're sitting at home, you're underneath a, a rock, you're climbing a mountain, you're digging, you're digging a comfortable place for yourself, you're running around in circles. Find a dime and call 434-971-8678. I won't know who you are. You probably won't know who I am. If you call 434-971-8678, you'll be on the air. You'll be in the show. You'll be part of the mix. You'll talk. You'll sing. You'll hum. You'll be present. 434-971-8678 You're probably well aware that being present does not involve telephones at all so don't call any numbers Please don't use your phone
self-esteem grows stronger and stronger.
you will open your eyes and by the count of ten you will be fully wide awake and you will wake up feeling refreshed and relaxed and feeling full of optimism for the future so as I count to eight you will open your eyes pervades the Old Testament, what is Hebrew prophecy but fetching in the name of God, and forms the basis of much of the Jewish worldview. Not only did Judaism in general, and Yiddish in particular, place an unusual emphasis on complaint, but Yiddish also allows considerable scope for complaining about the complaining of others, more often than not to the others who were doing the complaining. While answering one complaint with another is usually considered a little excessive in English, Yiddish tends to take a homeopathic approach to kvetching. Like cures like, and kvetch cures kvetch. The best response to a complaint is another complaint, an antiseptic counter kvetch that makes further whining impossible for anybody but you. Yet the entry for kvetchen, the verbal form of the word, in Ariel Weinreich's modern English-Yiddish, Yiddish-English dictionary, reads simply, press, squeeze, pinch, strain. There is no mention of grumbling or complaint. You can fetch an orange to get juice, fetch a buzzer for service, or fetch it to places, shrug your shoulders when no one responds to the buzzer that you fetched. All perfectly good, perfectly common uses of the verb kvetchen, none of which appears to have the remotest connection with the idea of whining or complaining. I was raised in obscurity. the awareness of I want this to happen I want it to happen now and if it doesn't happen then I am going to blame somebody else for it or anger or hatred or bitterness or any of those kinds of things any of those attitudes immediately block the flow of the God force of the tribe is in place, but it moves very slowly. 
inside. There, there's a there's a smoothness, smoothness, seam, seamlessness. Sliding sliders smoothly. And suddenly I feel like it's 1994 again. My the start of the smooth 72 faces. I can always face my intention. My intention is two-faced. None of this is what I intended. Five one two four seven two five six six seven. I think you know where you're going. We continue to approach. We continue to approach. To where to go to get half. To where we're going. Do you think you know where you're going? We continue to approach. Do you think you know where you're going? We continue to approach. To where to go to get half. I'd love to hear about it. If you know that you're going somewhere. Do you think right you know now? where you're going? Do you think you know where you're going? We continue to approach. We continue to approach. We continue to approach. Do you think you know where you're going? We continue to approach. Do you think you know where you're going? We continue to approach. We continue to approach. We continue to approach.
and you will wake up feeling refreshed and relaxed and feeling full of optimism for the future. So as I count to eight, you open your eyes and at the count of ten, you come fully wide awake and you wake up with a feeling of well-being all over. So already, one, two, three, you're waking up now. Four, five, six, waking up. We continue to approach. We to We show again and not the archive but a different one or the same one if you want to just keep hearing it live if you're listening to the archive and you want to go back to live it's airing every wednesday from 2 to 4 p.m eastern time on Radio. it's airing an occasional tuesday night from 11 p.m to 1 a.m on wtj the next time it will air three or four weeks from now we continue to approach. December 3rd. I think you know that is three weeks from now. They the Maybe that'll be the last one. It's hard to, to say. It really is hard to say. The list of all the samples used today. Do you think you know where you're going? Found in all those places. Do you continue to approach? Send an email if you want to know anything more. If you want to get on the mailing list to find out when the show may air. At a different place or a different time. On a stage. In a cement. you know I'd love to hear about the counts of ten. I'd love to hear about the way. Do you continue to approach? I'd love to hear about the counts of ten. Do you continue to approach? 
that to go back. There, you just gotta see. Let's call it Monday for a change. At 3.52 or 4.52 or 9.52 or 1.52. It was called starting up and winding down. Earlier it was a little bit of back and forth. The details about it can be found on the playlist online at lastever.org. All of it was created live in a, in a uh, improvised... Un- Completely unplanned, spontaneous way, collaged right here on the radio. If you haven't said hello in the playlist chat yet, you still can. Please do say hello. The link is at lastever.org. Here is everything. This is Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Oh, there's some wind time. 
were able to cope with life's ups and downs so much better. Believe in your own abilities and live your life with a much more courageous attitude. And you will live your life with a new zest and enthusiasm and complete self-belief. And your self-esteem will continue to grow stronger all the time. shows are airing anything in August, mostly. For most of August, you'll hear something else, you'll hear someone else, unless you listen to some of the archives. You can do everything. You can do anything. I hope that you can be all of you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.
This has been Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, live improvised sound collage happening while you're listening, happening just right now. It was happening just right now. It's supposed to end right now. I don't know what's going to happen instead. It's supposed to end now that it's over. What else is supposed to end right now? I don't know. Thanks for listening. You can email Ken at lastever.org. Check in at the Ken's last ever radio extravaganza webpage at lastever.org. Listen to all the shows that you missed going back almost twenty years. Send me a comment. It's supposed there. to end right now. Send a comment. Post a comment on the playlist that's unfolding right now. Right now, it's at it's supposed to end right now. Although it's about to hide itself because it thinks that the show it's supposed is over. to end right now. It thinks the show has ended. What happened? It's over.
Oui, 